0: Two, two o'clock. Now, last week on the 123 show, we kicked off with the first of our eight-week features called Communication Matters, where we talk about the importance of communication skills. And we focused last week on le- leadership, as it was actually World Leadership Week. And this week, our subject is listening. Now, Cecilia Louis, consultant, coach, trainer and founder of Ilia Connect, joins me in the studio now. She's got over 30 years of international experience behind her in a variety of disciplines including communication and she's all set to give us something to think about about the art of listening good afternoon to you cecilia
1: hi sadia my goodness that week flashed by i know back in the studio already i know the,
0: the time just goes by i don't know where it's going it's just like you know doing what we love perhaps yeah, absolutely <laughs> that's why right. when you're having fun the time flies so now, Cecilia, you've chosen um, listening for today's um, sort of focused topic. Why did you choose that compared to say anything else that we could look at in communication? Is that up there on your list?
1: Um, it is and I, I uh, all the topics in the program as we uh, gave a very brief overview last week was carefully selected um, because they're um, common issues that people um, repeatedly face as a, as a minor or a major challenge. Um, communications without listening it's really not communicating really mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, it our communication goes beyond just words mm-hmm. we have to uh, understand the emotions behind both the spoken and the unspoken words Facial expression, body language, and all of it. Um, I don't have the statistics here with me, but um, most often uh, communications is more about the nonverbal than yes, the verbal. Absolutely. So that's why, um, and we don't just, um, you know, we often say, um, What well, did you hear me? Mm. Yes, I heard you, but I don't think I did a very good job at listening to you, or vice versa. You know sometimes you find yourself uh, repeatedly uh, going over the same issue um, and really the other person hasn't really intently listened with all their heart and their mind.
0: Hmm. So it's not, I mean when we think of listening we might see it as just hearing isn't it? We're just listening to whatever is coming our way. But there there is a difference between our hearing which is more of a practical side. And then the listening, which is more of the absorbing and understanding, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Especially when you're um, in a conflict, for example, whether that's work or at home, there's a lot of emotions involved as well. So you can't just, um, you know, listen to the words. Some people, including myself, sometimes it's not very direct with our thoughts and and our feelings, especially. So, you and I understand, you know, to these skills needs to be honed all our life. So, when you're up against someone who's not there yet with how they tune in Mm -hmm. to you, then um, we need to be more direct with how we're feeling. So, that's why it it would be very helpful for us to uh, practice on making observations listening to some of the emotions that's coming
0: up uh, or you know but you've just said it really there because you were saying about these the skills that we have and, and i suppose to a certain extent these skills going back to much more or say on a personal level these skills are things that we acquire from a very early age it's almost like you can remember your mom saying look i told you just listen to me <laughs> and so Isn't that something that we need to start from really the basics that when we have children, when we have families, if we get those skills honed in right from the beginning, then they're going to help us in the future.
1: You brought up a very good um, subject matter and I'll I'll, um, shed some light on that. Um, If you think about who our primary role models are in life, it's our parents. If they're very good communicator, sure. But if they're not, Mm. we, you know, I've, you know, I have to, I have to use myself as an example. I've had to spend half of my lifetime fixing some of the issues that I picked (laughs) up from my parents, right? Um, You know, they're, they're not together. And uh, there were um, bickering and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the communications that I, uh, the type of communication I would aspire myself to be. Sure to have so you know it took a long time for me to fix my communication skills
0: I suppose there's a there's a kind of potential there if you do grow up with that sort of surrounding in terms of say your parents or family etc there's a potential there that rather you rather hone in on those skills and perfect those skills and be a better listener or you kind of just lose it and go with the flow of the disruption that's that's in your path so it's it's really about you isn't it is how you deal with that. Um, well,
1: absolutely. I mean, we we a lot of a lot of uh, people they go about their day in a very autopilot way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to ask yourself: Is your communication skills? When we touched on it last week, is it getting the results you want as a person in your personal life in your work life? Right? If it's co- if it constantly creates friction for you and you're not having very good rapport with other people. We talked about uh, some of the signs that we, we can pick up on. Um, you know, do we need to improve? We do have to develop our self-awareness to look at how we can better ourselves in, in all sorts of ways. And we do everything by some form of communication. So that's why, if nothing else, this is an area that you, we, you know, it's worth exploring and Um, having a look um, you know taking taking back and and look ourselves and do some reflection on.
0: I suppose it's actually accepting the fact that you perhaps don't have particular skills and they just need to be improved because I'm sure um, you know I've seen it in say friends that I have or even family that some people you know it is just their personality That perhaps some people um, socially are not that, um, you know, they're not comfortable in the social environment. So therefore, when it comes to speaking to somebody, they will say what they want to say, but then they cannot actually deal with listening to them. So, you know, it is dependent too, isn't it, on different types of personalities that are there?
1: Well... Personality drives everything mm. as well. Mm. Um, a lot of the time we're held back by our own personality. Um, when we're talking about communications, either it's a workplace or at home with people we loved, it, there's a lot more that goes on. Um, personal relationships and personal communications, it's trickier because your emotions, there's a lot more emotions and our ego are attached Mm, to that mm. so again um, at an individual level we need to ask ourselves okay what's going on here Um, and some people are just not
0: good at picking up on those signs. Mm, yeah, and which is not their fault to a certain extent, I suppose. It's just their it's own... It's not
1: their fault, but if we're willing to step have to into the situation and reflect and listen to constructive feedback,
0: sure.
1: um, every one of us has the capacity to uh, to move
0: forward. So what is it, I mean, are we taking some of these things for granted in terms of just our listening skills? Do we just think, yeah, we've got it, yeah, I listen, it's fine, but I mean, should we looking at should we be looking at the different types of listening that's out there, and the circumstances where we need to say adapt the way we listen?
1: Um, you know, coming up in a couple of weeks, we'll we'll talk about we'll we'll go deeper into adaptive communication styles. Mm-hmm. We're all different. There's no two people on earth, even twins, that are alike, mm-hmm. um, and so our communications would would vary right some of us um you know i i I don't want to say that it's they're lazy but they're not aware that they need to be adaptive across whether it's culture or situations or um who you're talking to depending on the culture you're from you know if you come from a flat
0: yeah uh, yeah that's a big difference or
1: or uh, a culture then you think that you can um, talk to your boss the way you can yeah, talk to you. Yeah. And then you come to Asia, which is a melting pot of yeah, culture. That's very well, I see a lot of people uh, from Western cultures yeah. that are just
0: struggling to how to adapt themselves. Absolutely. I've seen it um, a number, of, a couple of years ago, I had a student who was living in our house and she was from Kazakhstan. And um, she was very sort of forthright very straightforward about how she said things and how she saw things and then within the first semester she came back quite distressed a number of times and she just said that I just told this guy that, you know, I didn't like this, this, this thing that he gave me to do and all this. And, uh, and then I said, well, you know, maybe you just needed to kind of do it in a certain way. So, so it was like she heard when she heard people's tone, when she heard um, people asking her to do things, she just immediately reacted without thinking, but that was acceptable in the place where she was brought up. But suddenly in say the UK or whatever, it was causing a lot of tension and people were not, wanting to sit with her at lunchtime. and So it took her I think at least two months before she started to adapt and understand that actually you have to listen to people, you have to just absorb it and then react mm-hmm. and think about it before you react. Yeah. So There's a lot
1: more at play other than just listening. It's, the, you know, for a newcomer from, mm-hmm. from a different country, it's about making observations as to, um, you know, what's going on in the room. Uh, coming up, we, we, we're we going to be talking about feedbacks. We're going to be talking about cross-cultural communications those are all at play in that situation you just shared. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I came back 18 years ago, growing up in Canada. I I tell you, it took me a while to adapt. Uh, It took me a while, and I think when you grow up, when you come from a Western culture where you're encouraged to speak up, you're Mm. encouraged Mm. to be bold, you're encouraged, that's not gonna work in Asia. Mm. Um, I have some clients who are struggling with that as well. You know, people with uh, a British background, um, you know, in, in that culture, you're encouraged to give very direct feedback. That doesn't work in Asia. That doesn't work in certain environment. That also doesn't work at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's it's not just culture. It's personality. It's, yeah. it's also the mix. Yeah.
0: yeah, and and I think that's applicable too. As you said in the home, when you're dealing with children, um, you know, children, you can't be patronizing. You know, when you're telling them something and you're saying, look, you've got to listen to me. It just doesn't work like that. you have all done it. We've all done it as parents. And, and right? we all remember it very well. But I suppose it's just understanding that if you want to build those bridges, you almost have to get to that level and then understand and, and listen and try and absorb some of the things that are going on around you. It,
1: it's tough because you have to put mm. your put your ego aside. You have to put your uh, pride mm. aside. And, and patience is um, many... Many of us, like again, we have to continue honing. Yeah. Um, you know, mm. we it, it, it's a, a
0: of... it's an endless lifelong craft. Yeah, and it doesn't really end, as you say. So, what are the kind of signs of poor listening? I mean, you know, I think I think just now we are talking, and and we did this last week too, where we're looking at each other, and you're nodding as I speak. So. The nonverbal side really does come in here. What other signs are there of somebody not listening to you or that needs a little bit of help?
1: Well, I'll give you a non-work example. Um, if you're a student, and, and this would apply, actually, um, all the things that we, in, in any of these topics, they apply everywhere. Um, and if you're a student, on a project, or if you are a junior member, or senior member, it doesn't matter, on a project, um, you know, somebody, your teacher or your boss gave you instructions, right? You think you know, mm-hmm. and so you took off with it, mm-hmm. but you do have to check in, right? Yeah. My daughter has done this so many yeah, years I think my going <laughs> up, right? And then yeah. after a week, they realize they're on the wrong track. So if
0: in doubt, ask
1: yeah. Right. Kids a lot. Of, a lot of times we don't want to ask because
0: we don't. don't want it's to our ego. It goes back stupid. to our ego, yeah. doesn't it? That's right. Um, egos,
1: and I. I think uh, also I, I. don't want to be perceived as stupid. Yeah. So I. I I'm just going to run with yeah. what I think I heard. Yeah. Um, but if you remind yourself every time, I can't afford to lose that time. So I need to un- make sure that I understand what's um, what's being. Task of me, mm-hmm. so you know you you need to check in periodically um, because ultimately you want um, to be able to get the project right and get your because otherwise you're you're gonna lose you know spent twice the amount of time or even. Um, I don't know, the, the worst is you know, either fail an exam,
0: fail a project or lose your job. Or cause, or cause disruption in the home if you've been asked to do something and you didn't hear the clear instructions. I think that happens quite a bit sometimes with when you're telling children and you're asking them to do certain things.
1: That's where uh, we can we can dish out a little bit more forgiveness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and obviously, if you, if we're talking about the corporate environment, if you're in an office, and it doesn't have to be high flying, but anywhere where you're given certain instructions, it is worth it just to double check to make sure you've got it right, you heard it right yeah. before you go into it. Okay, Cecilia, so we'll talk um, a little bit more just after the next. And stop, look, listen. Time is nine minutes. To two o'clock and it's the one two three show and we are talking about listening today my guest in the studio is cecilia louis and um cecilia we've been talking about it so what is it that stops us from listening to the things i mean there are lots of little barriers there aren't there what are they well i think
1: to be a better listener you have to pay attention to uh both barriers and filters you know stuff that's both inside our, our mind and around our surrounding uh, in our surrounding like if you have a lot of noise a noisy background mm-hmm. you're gonna have to uh, you know have fork out two to three times more the effort to tune out noises and that's a very challenging I mean I, I remember uh, when when I started out to practice on this uh, aspect of listening, I would often come 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 away uh, from a meeting with a headache because I I, too I much was so on. focused and tuning out noises in my background. Like right. if you're a meeting with somebody at a at a public cafe,
0: okay, oh, um, yeah, you, you that's, have that's to hard, like
1: you know try try to have a conversation when at Starbucks, like you have a lot of background noise yeah. Um, yeah. around you. Um, inside our head, you have no idea how much uh, stuff that gets in our way. Um, you know, we we have uh, biases, we have assumptions, we have stereotypes, and we have generalizations. And those of us who, um, and you have to check in with yourself, why, why are you communicating in the first place? Are you, do you want to make a connection with that person? Or you're trying to show off, show off how much you know, show mm-hmm. off how much... Experience you are, um, you know, better and smarter than the other person. So check in with yourself um, because if you're, and and listening requires that your mind be completely open. Mm -hmm. You check in at the door, uh, remove all the noises in your head, and just be present and being mindful of all the distractions around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think. I actually the the Chinese character that I wanted to uh, quickly mention mm-hmm. is that the the word the Chinese word for listen comprises of different words. Okay. You of course you need your ears, yeah. but then you also need your eyes, which we talked about, yeah. and then one heart, meaning don't multitask, mm-hmm. right? And the the key the another word in that um, to make up that that character. Is the word king so if you're talking to the king what would you do you give them all your undivided attention make that person feel like they're king so this this is a a, an easy one for a lot of people to uh,
0: remember when whenever they listen right so you know what do we do now we're gonna we've got a couple of minutes left so what things can you leave with somebody if they want to, say now, before our next program, try and improve their listening skills, try and improve the way they are?
1: Um, the other half of listening is questioning. Um, when you don't understand something, instead of uh, generalizing or making assumption, you get good at asking questions uh, for the intent to understand. Uh, without understanding, there lies the friction and misunderstanding. So get good at asking questions, even though you think you have the answer. Turn it into a question and ask for clarification. If in doubt, just ask questions for, you know, to to make sure that you understood uh, what it is that you see, feel, and heard.
0: Okay. Good. So those are good tips there. Now tell me uh Cecilia, what are we going to be looking at next week just so that people are prepared. Uh
1: next week I uh decided to uh include the topic on uh boundaries in communications.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it you know you you may ask me what does that mean? Um you know there's a there's a lot more that goes into communication. It's not just you have to look at your time and energy uh, are you ready to give out those or is the other person you want to talk to do they are they in the right frame of mind okay. or availability for you Good. so we're, we're gonna go go into all sorts of
0: boundaries that will be next week on communication matters so make sure you stay tuned to that and obviously if you'd like to hear today's program you can go over and get the podcast and listen to it and details of this program too will be on the Facebook page so thank you very much Celia thank for you Sadia today. time and flies again when I you're look having forward fun. to next yeah. week
1: <laughs> okay